into every generation, a champion is born. One contestant in all the world. A chosen one. They alone will wield the strength and skill to fight the arcane knowledge and the torture of the hot seat to stop the spread of the ignorant and the swell of their number. They are the champion. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning as many points for the episode as they can. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can beat my guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to beat my guest, so please welcome to the hot seat... Mr. Tim Edwards. Tim, how are you, sir? I am very good, AJ. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. It is certainly good to see you. Uh, how have you been since the last time you were in the hot seat? Uh, good, good. Last time, last time I beat my uh, life rival, uh, Cheyenne Fletcher, and th- that's good. Um, but, you know, uh, don't expect it to go as well today. Just the, the, solo, <laughs> the solo efforts are usually tougher than the uh, competition. Excellent. Yes, I know. It, it, it's uh, when you're out there on the island by yourself, it is a little bit harder uh, and even more harder because, Tim, you, sir, are in the hot seat for our first, hopefully annual, uh, Beat My Guest tournament. That's right. 16 contestants will each take their own personal turn in the hot seat with the top six scores out of the 16 uh, getting invited back for the semifinals. Are you uh, tingly? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm very tingly. Very tingly. <laughs> well, maybe you need a better shampoo. <laughs> Tegrin, the medicated shampoo. Not a sponsor. We have no sponsors. Men. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, here's how it's going to work. You are going to get a set of questions. I will explain all of the uh, quirks and idiosyncrasies as we go. The highest possible score for the episode, sir, will be 50. I don't expect anyone to get anywhere near 50. However, you know, uh, get as much as you can. Those of... uh, those of you playing along at home trying to beat my guest, all you got to do is try and beat Tim. That's your own little personal effort. Tim is trying to beat these uh, invisible other 15 people to see if he can get into the top six and advance. Uh, we are going to kick things off as we're going to do every episode along the way in this tournament with a new kind of question. It is called This, That, or The Other. Let me explain for Tim and for those of you listening for the first time exactly how it works. Tim, I'm going to give you three categories three categories, and then I'm going to read off a list of ten items. For each one that you can correctly place in the correct category, you will receive one point. Some items may, in fact, fit multiple categories. In order to get your point, you will have to correctly state all of the categories which that answer falls in. Two things, however, I will point out to you and promise you. Uh, One each item does fit at least one category. There's not going to be a ha ha ha, I tricked you. It doesn't fit into any category. They're, all of them do fit into at least one category. Thanks for saying that because you would do that. 
Uh, you know, I might do that, or at least I suspect that you might suspect. Therefore, I cannot drink from the glass in front of me. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Also, don't try and game theory this. Um, I'm picking 10 items from a larger list of 15 at random. So if you're going to say, hey, well, yeah, I haven't had a lot in this category, uh, maybe the last couple. No, it, it's, this is completely arbitrary random, and the list is far greater than the 10 I'm giving you. So throw game theory out the window. Understood? Yeah. Understood. All right. So to get going here, let me reveal to you your three categories uh, uh, you uh, selected uh, before the game. We did a little bit of behind-the-scenes random selections there. Are you satisfied that uh, your your uh, selections today were fully uh, willing uh, uh, and on your own and were not influenced in any way? Uh, yes. Yeah, very good. You're very trusting. Even though just a few seconds ago you were ready to throw me under the bus. But that's okay! <laughs> here, here are your three uh, categories for today's this, that, or the other. Uh, this is Russian submarine classes. Classes of Russian submarines. That is this. That is one-time NFL team names. One-time NFL team names. And the other, names of indigenous Arctic people. Names of indigenous Arctic people. So again, your three categories, Russian submarine classes, one-time NFL team names, and indigenous Arctic people. Tim, are you ready for your list of ten? Quick clarification. One-time NFL team names. Do you mean like for just one season, or do you just mean former? That At one point in time, this was a team. Uh, I, I mean former as in not current. Okay. Item number one for Tim Cell Cup. Cell Cup. Arctic Indigenous People. Arctic Indigenous People is correct. Well done. Well done. Also, a reminder uh, to those of you, I've said this rule before, but a reminder, Tim, uh, I will only be stating these. Uh, spelling does not count. Homophones are fair play. And I'm not spelling anything for you. So it's what you hear is all that matters. So I will clarify if you didn't hear what I said. However, I'm not that cruel. <laughs> Item number two, Cardex. 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 I'm going to say that that is a Russian subclass. A Russian subclass. I am sorry. That is a one-time NFL team name. They were the Tonawanda Cardex. They played one game, lost by about 40 points, and said, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> Item number three, Steamroller. That is a one-time NFL team name. That is indeed a one-time NFL team, the Providence Steamroller. Item number four, Eskimos. Eskimos. I'm going to say that is a one-time NFL team name and only a one-time NFL team. I am sorry. It's not completely correct because Eskimos are also indigenous Arctic people. Oh, see, I didn't know. I, I, I did not know that. Is it the controversy around the, the the name? Yes, yes, they are. Uh, they are. They are a uh, from Aleutians. Uh, they are a subset of Aleutians there. But yes, uh, Eskimos were uh, the Duluth Eskimos. They're also indigenous Arctic people. Fair enough. Fair enough. Number five, Dolgans. Dolgans. I'm going to say that's a Russian subclass. That sounds like a Russian word. It does indeed sound like a Russian word. However, that is an indigenous Arctic <sighs> people. 
Uh, five down, you only have two points, but still five to go. And, uh, you know, with, this is this is just a warm-up, uh, kind of trying to separate the wheat from the chaff. It's a separator question, you know, see how right. many you can get. Do not fret. Number six on the list, Yankees. Okay. You said no game theory. Yet, this seems like... Uh, I'm just going to say that's a one-time NFL team name, and that's it. It was indeed a one-time NFL team name. However, it is also a Russian submarine class... Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot give you the points there, but yes, the New York Yankees did play football at one time, in addition to being, of course, the team named for baseball. Number seven, Acula. Acula? Acula. Okay, that is a Russian subclass and an Arctic indigenous people. Oh, I'm sorry. It is not an Arctic indigenous people. It was the Russian submarine class. You are correct on that front. Uh, it is also a punchline from a Mitch Hedberg joke. I'm never going to Dr. Acula ever again. <laughs> All he wants to do is draw blood. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's a pretty good Mitch. <laughs> uh, I, you know, let's, let's, let's see if we can finish strong. Finish strong here right. with number eight. Victors. That's a NFL team name and a Russian subclass. I'm sorry, just a <laughs> Russian subclass. Number nine, Triangles. Uh, former NFL team name. Indeed, the Dayton Triangles are a former NFL team. Correct. Three points for you. And your final item, Evans. Evans. I'll do a one-time NFL team name. It is an indigenous Arctic people. The Evans are an indigenous Arctic people. I am sorry, sir. Uh, only three points in that round. Yeah, a lot of the Russian submarine classes are based on the uh, alphabet there with uh, alphas and deltas and Yankees and oh. foxtrots and whiskeys and all that stuff. Uh, so that was uh, a lot of them. But of course, they a lot of the uh, a lot of the Russian-sounding names are actually just people north of the Arctic Circle too. So. Well, that was fun. I stunk, but that was fun. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's, it's all right. Uh, three points, and there'll be plenty of opportunity for you to increase your score as we go here. Before we continue on, however, you know, we, we've gotten to know you a little better. Uh, I have uh, tried to uh, impart knowledge on you. It's time to find out, Tim, what do you know? Uh, you have a little tidbit, a fact that uh, I have tasked you with preparing. Uh, what do you know, Tim? I do, and it sort of ties in a little bit to our, our this, that, or the other. Uh, former team names, despite my struggles in that round, uh, I, I love that it's great trivia. I love, I love that, including the, the really weird ones. Um, and uh, before the Nebraska football team was the Cornhuskers, their nickname was the Bug Eaters. The Bug Eaters. So, reference to like farmers or cowboys being out in the field and like just getting a bunch of bugs in their mouth from moving through the outdoors. But interesting. Uh, yeah, the bug eaters. I am not familiar with uh that nickname although I I I mean I guess the mascot would would be more interesting than just a husk of corn although that's not their mascot. I understand that, but <laughs> exactly. I wish they I wish they'd kept it. Like that's the would have been maybe the best name in all of college football. Well, it's certainly better than the Centenary Gentleman, but because uh, <laughs> that just creeps me out ever since the Buffy episode with the Gentleman. And <laughs> if they switch their mascot to that, now that that would be fierce yeah. and scary, and I wouldn't want to go to Centenary for that. But 
Well, thank you for that little tidbit of knowledge. Uh, the more you know. Excellent. So uh, we are moving on to the main stage of our trivia competition. You're going to get five questions here. Uh, no more wagering. The first question will be worth one point. The second one will be worth two points. And so on until we get to a five. Five. And that's worth six points? No. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, five. Okay, gotcha. I'm sorry. You know. Going up by one. Incremental growth here. <laughs> Have that second cup of coffee. It's all good. <laughs> I was joking. No, I know. There is going to be a little special twist with one of the questions. I will get to that in a moment. And those people who get to participate later in the competition, of course, will already be prepared for these questions, but it's not going to help any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I, I believe that. I believe that 100%. Don't, yeah, don't you worry. All right, so your one-point question, sir. Let's see if we can get the score uh, improving in the right direction. Uh, you mentioned the Nebraska Bug Eaters for your little, little bit of trivia there. Let's continue with nebraska as a theme here there was a movie uh called nebraska that received a lot of oscar buzz a few years back who was the former saturday night live cast member who starred in that film uh it's will forte i believe will forte is indeed correct sir well done that is one more point for you you now have four points did you happen to see uh, Nebraska at all? I have not. I know uh, it, it was directed by a famous director. Who uh, was it? The Sideways Guy? Uh, it was Alexander Payne. Yes. So yes, the Sideways Guy. And had uh, Bruce Dern played his dad or something in it, right? Absolutely. I believe it was also in black and white, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. I, ha- I have not either. I know it uh, It did very well at the uh, at the Cannes Film Festival. And uh, so, well done. Well done. One more point of view. We now move on to our two-point question. Here is the two-point question. In what common household object would you tend to find a Cymex? Cymex. Household object. I'm trying to look and piece the word apart, and that's not really helping. Um, I am going to say a microwave. A microwave. Well, um, I'm not giving you the points there. I mean, if you want, you can argue with me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, technically, I, I, I think it's, I mean, it's conceivably possible. <laughs> you could find it. Uh, no, but a Cymex is uh, better known by its uh, more common name, a bed bug. Ah, okay. So gotcha. I was looking for, of course, bed. Bed is what I was looking for there. Gotcha. So, I mean, you know, I suppose if they jumped on your, uh, you know, your, your night shirt. Um, actually, uh, bed bugs are known to jump on top of microwaves. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I couldn't make that argument in good faith. Well, thank goodness. That, that doesn't stop some trivia players. However, it will stop me. Yeah, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Sorry, right, no harm, no foul. Oh, we still got several questions left. We are up to the three-point question of the round. And the three-point question is, of course, a fun question that you may be familiar with if you're a longtime listener of the podcast. A fungo, three of a kind, worth a maximum of three points, a little bit of a twist. Here's how it's going to work. I am going to give you a clue, and you are going to guess as to what the answer is. If you get it right, you will get three points. If you get it wrong, however, I will give you the second clue, pointing to the same answer. If you get it right on that one, two points. 
And if you need all three clues, it will be worth one point to you. The caveat being you're only allowed one guess per clue, one shot at each point level. You understand? Understand. Excellent. So I have an easy clue, a medium clue, and a hard clue, but I'm not going to be the one to determine the order. Nay, nay, you are going to be the one to determine the order by picking either A, B, or C. Uh, which clue would you like first? Let's just go B. B. All right. Your fungo first clue is playground group. Playground group. Uh, I will just say swing set. I don't know. Swing set is not correct. For two points, would you like A or C? Go with A. A it is. Shondaland's home until recently. Okay. Uh, ABC? ABC is indeed the correct answer. Well done, sir. You have earned yourself two points. Excellent. Pulling that together. Of course, uh, Playground being a song by the group Another Bad Creation, also known as ABC. And uh, that was their, I guess, one of their biggest hits. <laughs> 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 they, were, they, were, they were in the Boys to Men East Coast family. Right, that's right. Boys to Men, ABC, BBD. Mm-hmm. And the fourth group in that video, uh, a group that went nowhere, was a group called White Guys. Spelled with, with a Y, W-H-Y-T, guys, G-U-Y-Z. I was a Z there, right? There's yeah. Z at the end. Absolutely, white guys. And they just kind of like look at the camera and do a little point. <laughs> and no one heard of them before that video. And no one heard of them since. Uh, so, uh, indeed. Uh, yeah, Shondaland, of course, being uh, Shonda Rhimes' series of shows, all of which have appeared on ABC until recently because she just signed a deal with Netflix. Yeah, so the next ones will be Netflix there. And uh, the last clue, which you did not get to, which would have been something easy. (laughs) Nice, yeah. As easy as A, B, C. That was two points for you. Let me do the math here. Four plus two. Hey, that's easy. You have six points. How are you feeling Uh, now that we're about halfway through the game, sir? I'm feeling like I'm playing an AJ game. That's what I feel like. That's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It just doesn't mean that my score is good. Fair enough. You have six points. We are moving on to our next trivia question. The last one was worth three. How much do you think this one's going to be worth? Four. Four points. Very, very good. And Excellent. Smart in the maths. Tough there, huh? <laughs> Here is your fourth question. Four points. Mencia and Pickpool. Both refer to what type of item? Mencia and Pickpool. Boy, I'm getting a lot of clues from this. You said Mencia, I was going to be like, terrible comedians who stole jokes. <laughs> no, Indeed. Uh, I'm going to say fishing rods. Fishing rods is your answer. No, unfortunately, that is not correct. Uh, those are Actually, both types of... I would have accepted either grapes or wines. Wine varieties. The Mencia wine uh, comes from Spain, and the Picpoul comes from France. Uh, I would have have had to accept both, because, you know, you wouldn't have been wrong with grapes. (laughs) Uh, You may 
some sour grapes at uh, the, they asked yes. the question in the first place. <laughs> All right. Very good, sir. Well, one more question left in the main portion of the game before we get to the very interesting twist ending. I'm a regular M. Night Shyamalan, aren't I? <laughs> Here is your five-point question, sir. Columbus, Norfolk, and Grand Island are three of the top ten most populated cities in what state? Columbus, Norfolk, and Grand Island are three of the top ten most populous in what state? Correct. Um, Grand Island one sticks out, obviously, because Columbus and Norfolk have other places. I'm trying to think of where the Grand Island is. I'm going to say Maine. Final answer. Yes. Unfortunately, that is not correct, sir. Grand Island, obviously, we would be the one that maybe is a little less uh, common than the other two. But uh, believe it or not, this is Beat My Guess, and we do like to keep a through line through our episodes, sir. Oh. Omaha would be the number one city. Gotcha. Dang it. Grand Island, Nebraska. Sitting right there. It is Nebraska. We start with Nebraska. We continue with Nebraska. We finish with Nebraska. Hey, how, how did I pick a random Nebraska fact? all right sir uh six points not necessarily stellar but not necessarily bad i mean who knows it's a competition 16 different people sitting in the seat everyone with the same chance to get a score but fear not because we are up to the final question of the game and this one my friend oh this one is the big one i call it the guillotine Oh, I see from your expression you're a little bit nervous. Yes, indeed. The guillotine. Here's how it works, Tim. You're going to get one final question. If you get it right, you get to double your score. Okay. So you can go from six way up to 12. All in one fell swoop. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're, if you're preferential to a different Philadelphia mascot, one fell gray. I mean, I don't care. Now, if you get it wrong, Tim, your score will stay the same. No harm, no foul. Where's the twist? Ah, here's the twist. If you either do not give an acceptable answer, or if you give me the wrong answer that I have pre-selected as being the guillotine answer, it's off with your head and your score gets chopped in half. Wow. Oh, I love it. What? That's great. I love it. So, uh, you again, you, you, you can think about it as much as you want, and please do talk out loud as, as you deliberate in your head. You uh, will give me one answer, and only one answer, but the answer has to fit the category, uh, or else you will get chopped. So, uh, for example, if, that, if the answer was, uh, you know, most populous states in America, and you said Ontario, and eh, you know, and then, and no sandbagging this, or else it's off with your head. Right. And of course, I am judge, jury, and executioner. And I have a song, but that's you know, that's about a movie, and, and never mind. <laughs> There's a tangent I don't want to go down. Here is your randomly selected by you guillotine question. Good luck. Not counting Russia, which former country, which was part of the USSR, currently has the highest population? So not counting Russia. Not counting Russia. 
which former member or part of USSR, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, currently has the highest population. Okay, so this is going to be, uh, this will come down to just, I think, two. My guess is going to be either Kazakhstan or Ukraine. Um, Ukraine sure, certainly seems obvious, but that also probably means it has a risk of the guillotine behind it. But Ukraine is 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 pretty is is area wise pretty big. So is Kazakhstan. But ugh. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out, as they say, <laughs> and go with Ukraine. Ukraine is the answer that you are going for, sir. So it's interesting that, uh, you know, a lot of, there, there were, you know, there's certainly a lot of former uh, Soviet socialist republics. So uh, I will tell you, in second place, with 30 million people, would be something you did not mention, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan has 30 million people. I will tell you, uh, one of uh, the answers you were debating is indeed the correct answer with 45 million. Yeah. One is not the correct answer with only 17 million people. Okay. And I will now reveal to Tim the guillotine answer was... Oh, yes. Kazakhstan, which is indeed third with 17 million people. I almost incepted it into you, but not quite. Yeah. Yep. Correct answer was indeed Ukraine. Well done, sir. 45 million people. Huzzah, hazi, hazi, huzzah. Yeah, good job. You double your score. Your final score, therefore, is 12 points. 12 points. Again, 50 is the best you can do, and that requires you to get everything right and uh, doubled and avoiding the guillotine. You have avoided the guillotine and doubled your score. 12 points. I will inform you that that does at least temporarily put you in the lead. <laughs> You're episode two, so yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Con Todd. Ha ha. <laughs> Indeed, Con Todd with ten. It's been a long time since I've been in school, though, AJ. And is uh, it's a twenty-four percent? What letter grade is that? Um, let me think here. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, a G. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not even good enough for an F. <laughs> exactly. It's not. It, what if it's pass fail? Well, no, still, still a fail. <laughs> still, still, <laughs> still quite down there on the fail side. <laughs> fail? <laughs> fail? Is that you? Yes, that's you. No, twelve points. You know, again, we yeah. don't know how this is going to turn out here. Um, but if you can, if you can, uh, you know, stay in that top six and have only five people uh, beat you, you'll be you'll be back for the semifinals. Uh, Tim, before I let you go, uh, anything you'd like to comment on your your experience here, recommendations, recipes, uh, things to plug? Uh, you know, the floor, as they proverbially say, is yours. Thank you. Well, uh, first, I'd like to plug my podcast, uh, Trivial Warfare Blitz. Uh, drops every Thursday, part of the Oaks Media Group. Uh, it's a short, fast-paced game. Uh, check it out on your favorite podcast provider. Um, 
And if you'd like to get on, we're always looking for contestants. Uh, you can go to the, I believe, the Career Warfare website and find out what you got to do to get on the show. So uh, it's fun to record and everything, and that's about it. Yeah, would you say the uh, level of difficulty is uh, higher, lower, pass fail <laughs> compared to this? <laughs> it is definitely easier than this. Excellent. <laughs> well, my work, my work is uh, maintaining my reputation as the uh, trivia marquee de Sade uh, continues. <laughs> well, Tim, thank you so much for taking part. Uh, definitely appreciate. I wish you uh, luck in uh, your uh, placement in this tournament. Uh, you may now leave the hot seat. For those of you who were listening, we'll be back next week with an all-new episode. You can contact me at BMGPod on Twitter. You can join the Beat My Guest, the Fans Hot Seat group on Facebook. And, of course, there's Patreon.com slash Beat My Guest if you want to support the cause. I support Tim. Get out of the hot seat. You're still there. Go, go, go. Leave. It's over. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Till the next time, everybody. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye. Did you beat our guest? Or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Twitter at BMGPod. And if you like what you've heard, spread the word. This is absolutely not the Mark Boots and Bill Todd production. Special, Ooh, no, 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 no. but I.